Welcome to Two Peas in a Pod. I'm Max Pisano. And I'm Joseph Pisano. Each week we'll be talking real estate, banking and mortgages, sharing insights into the local real estate markets and updates on the banks for your mortgages and investment loans to help you make better informed decisions. And also give you an opportunity to ask questions in this ever-changing, uncertain environment. So let's get into it, shall we? Well, Joseph, how are you? Welcome back to our Two Peas in a Pod. Of course, I'm Max Pisano, and in the background there, we've got... Joseph Pisano here. And, you sure? Uh, you know your name, Joe? It took, took a bit of a while to uh, to say I that. <laughs> you sound distracted. on my screen, you know, like we've got so much technology now that things, you know, I know we're doing the podcast, but things disrupt you. Oh, there's a clean, there's a bit of a ring in the background. I wonder what that is. And oh, I'm talking to Max, but let's just see what that is. And anyway, how am I? I'm all right. I think you asked me that. Um, the... Uh, I'll tell you about my week, Max. Now, my week's been pretty busy and um, there's been a lot of things happening. The market's crashing as we speak at the moment, uh, the stock market, if you're into stocks. But um, there seems to be more people out there wanting to buy and uh, things are getting serious. And I don't know if they actually want to buy this minute, but they're getting ready to buy, right? So that's a good sign. That's a good sign. Stop stop there for a moment. You said the market's crashing. Give us a bit more on what you... You mean there? Because it might be some. No, the stock. That was a stock there. market. That was a stock uh, market. Okay, okay. Because it's it's uh, what are we today? The twelfth Friday, the twelfth of June, heading close to uh, the accountant's financial new year. So what you're saying is there's a bit of volatility in the marketplace. Uh, in on the stock market, yeah, there is. Right. By the looks of right. it. So if you follow the share market, you'd be a little bit worried. But um, uh, I don't think there's any surprises there at the moment. So, but Max. I want to talk about um, maybe funny things today. I mean, we get a bit serious and we give people a bit of an insight to what's going on, but someone reminded me this week and they were quite funny. They said, oh, what about the funny things that have been happening? I thought, oh, that'd be a good um, podcast to do. So um, I suppose I'm thinking about some of the funny things that have happened when interviewing people or um, without mentioning names, of course, but you know, either interviewing people for mortgages or, you know, going to auctions. Because, I, I mean, I love going to auctions and open for inspections. And I'm sure I'm sure you've got some really funny stories too. But um, I want to kick off with one. Um, and I, I remember one of the funniest things I saw, and actually a few funny things, but I remember going to an auction and um, this uh, gentleman who hadn't, he, was, he obviously... Um, he was bidding, hadn't bid before. You could just tell. And it, it was so funny. Uh, we're at this auction and uh, it was in, um, it was actually in the Bentley area. And I remember uh, the auctioneer, you know, going through his spiel and all that. And this guy, you know, he's walking around and he's ready to go and he's next to someone and the, the bidding starts and he puts his hand up and, and the auction gets going. I thought, oh, this is moving along. And this guy just couldn't stop putting his hand up. Um, and he was starting to bid against himself and the crowd knew it and the auctioneer knew it and he, he had to calm the guy down. He said, look, sir, um, 
you're bidding against yourself. He had to actually go up and sort of restrain him, his hand movement and say, look, just calm down. I'll let you know. But I don't think the guy understood him. But it, look, he ended up getting the property, but it was just the funniest, one of the funniest things I've ever seen, you know, where a guy just, he, he just kept on putting his hand up. He just didn't want anyone else to put their hand up. I think he knew what he had to do, but I don't think he knew how to do it. No, no doubt that was a um, probably a... A little while ago, maybe not that long ago, but um, yeah, it was going uh, back when, about when, three or four years or something. About four yeah, years when, ago, when the the market was probably uh, on one of its upward rises. I mean, I had a similar situation where um, it's happened to me as as an auctioneer, where I've had to stop uh, the buyer and bidding against themselves. I mean, if I've got to tell you, it's probably uh, we dream about these things as auctioneers, but it doesn't always happen, and. Um, uh, whilst we're on the topic of auctions, uh, I guess, uh, you know, seeing that we're, we're starting up again and there are more and more auctions coming out. I mean, uh, I, I did have a situation um, not that long ago where where I had um, so it was two buyers at an auction and um, they were both bidding and we, we didn't quite reach the reserve. So I had a bit of a break and went inside and, and um, uh, spoke with the vendors and... Uh, you know, got an idea of where we wanted to be. So I come outside, and when I asked the uh, bidder to confirm their bid, they turn around, get in the car, and drive off. Right. And this has happened to me. Now I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a if there's a, a message in that because that's actually happened to me twice. Where for a bidder, I've come out at half time. The bidder decides, I oh, know maybe I've just bid too high. And I don't know whether that's a you know a credit to me or credit against me. Maybe I, I just pushed them so hard that they realised that. Uh, they just paid too much, got in the car, drove off, and that was it. It was done. Did you sell it in the end? I did sell it. I did sell it because what I did as an as a, in true um, uh, auctioneering professional fashion, I continued and the, the other bidder didn't actually realise that the underbidder had driven off. He just kept going because obviously what I did is I, I, I didn't hesitate. So I just kept going and kept going and bid and, and put in, I think, one extra vendor bid and just – uh, in the end, it sold. He bought the property, and it was done. So, actually, that's 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 pretty funny, Max. I, I remember years, also years ago, there was some, um, you know, guys that have been in the industry a long a long time in the southeastern suburbs. And I remember one guy telling me a story once about this this um, guy who was obviously a seasoned bidder, and he actually held quite a few properties. And I don't know if this is true or not, but it sounded true. And apparently he used to um, he used to go to these auctions and what he would do, he would be the final bidder. And just before he'd sign, he'd say, look, can I go to the toilet? And, um, and he'd get into the toilet and he'd stay in there for 20 minutes, I was told. Up to 20 minutes he'd stay in there. And in that time... Um, you know, that people are getting worried, thinking, you know, where is he, where is he? As soon as, you know, 10 minutes are up, 15 minutes are up, I mean, if you're if you're going to an auction, you disappear. If you hear the sold sign or, you know, someone says sold, you, you know, you, you take off. I mean, I'm sure that even if there's underbidder, you know, 20 minutes, you'd still take off. It's a long time to wait. But apparently his tactic was, and he did it a few times, He'd come out of the toilet after 20 minutes and say, look, I've changed my mind. I don't want to buy this property anymore. Now, I think you can probably tell me that's not quite, you're not really allowed to do that, are you, Max? I mean, once you put your hand up and it's sold, 
Um, but well, he, uh, so so he was the highest bidder, right? He was the highest bidder. He put his hand up. He said, and and he'd go into the toilet. Twenty minutes later, he'd come out of the toilet and say, "No, nah, I'm not buying it anymore." Um, and there'd be a, a conversations would be had. And lo and behold, more times uh, than not, apparently when he tried this tactic, he'd end up getting the property at a better price. Well, I mean, interesting. I don't interesting know if it's a true story or not, but, but it, it certainly was a funny, you know. Uh, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, until you've actually signed the contract and you're the highest bidder, it's not sold and he can technically walk away. There's nothing really that... Uh, yeah, sure, there's fines for, for people disrupting auctions and so on, but who's going to police those fines? How are you going to control yeah, yeah. that when you've only got a few minutes? So, so you know, I, I have heard similar stories where, um, you know, people go in and then try and negotiate the price. I mean, obviously, yeah. that's where it's really important to have the right auctioneer and, and, you know, people who are confident in what they're doing. But yeah, I know, I know many times, I had one recently where, you know, I, I really wasn't sure of the highest bidder if it was a genuine bid or not. And I, you know, the guy that was with me assisting, I, I basically said to him, "Listen, I want you to go out there. Number one, don't let anyone walk out the door because it, in, in, it was an indoor auction because it was a bad weather. And um, at number two, don't let the underbidder go, right? Because really, until that contract is signed, hence why it's so yeah. important. Once once you knock it down, get the person inside, yeah. sign the contract, get the deposit. You know, yeah, so." Yeah. But look, look, you know, seeing we're on the topic of just talking about whatever's on our mind, I've got to tell you, one of the things that I've been thinking about totally unrelated to real estate is I'm just so fascinated with this space travel that um, with SpaceX and the recent rocket launch. Have you seen that at all? I have, but I'm not, um, it's not something I take an interest in at the moment. Why? What's wrong with you? (laughs) 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 You know, you know. It's it's funny you should say that because I've been listening to so many YouTube uh, um, uh, interviews with Elon Musk. The guy is just fascinating, just incredibly fascinating. And then, you know, to be able to to be on the verge of bankruptcy and blow $180 million that he made from his PayPal um, uh, venture, you know, when he sold sold PayPal to eBay, he made about $180 million to virtually be you know, one month away from bankruptcy and then turn it around and launch his fourth rocket and um, it took off and then get a $1.8 billion deal from NASA. That was just incredible. Right? Fascinating stories. Uh, you know, I must have a little bit too much time on my hands at the moment. Yeah. Because, uh, obviously, as, as the auction market is picking up slowly, um, that's the sort of thing that I've been doing to, uh, you know, to stay educated and stay in touch with, with, uh, with the world. Uh, just getting back to auctions and you know like what's you know funny things that have happened and and i remember i remember once someone coming to me and asking me um you know said look i'm looking for a loan and i don't pay much tax and uh you know uh you know but i've got plenty of cash <laughs> i said to him i remember saying to this guy I said look it doesn't work like that you you know the bank wants to know what you do that you're actually making money that you pay your taxes and this guy just couldn't get it in his head that he, he sort of asked me yeah but you can help me and i said no i can't help you you know go and pay your taxes and go away and leave me alone you know so obviously he'd been to a few brokers um who knows who looked after him in the end but uh he's a guy that was adamant he didn't want to pay tax uh he liked the idea of cash and he uh 
you know, thought he could get a loan. But uh, lo and behold, uh, uh, I'm not the guy to talk to. But, uh, you know, there are people out there that do some strange things and, you know, they think that, you know, they're entitled to things. But uh, if you don't pay your tax, don't... Uh, don't bother uh, applying for a loan because it's it, it's. it's <laughs> but, know. but it wasn't um, it wasn't uh, drug money or anything. It was you know no, money no, earned whatever. Just, I don't but know. it just wasn't. I didn't even ask him in the end. I mean, the conversation stopped after about two minutes and <laughs> just said, "Stop right there, <laughs> go somewhere else." You know. How, how um, would you how would you guide someone like that to to eventually be able to be in a position to? Oh, I don't think, I'm not too sure if he can. I, I, I don't yeah. know if he can. I mean, it takes years. People, yeah, well, I think it's just the um, the attitude they've got that they, you know, um, they shouldn't pay any tax and they should get this. And I'm really not interested in in people that do that. I mean, I know it, another question. I suppose you could put to me: How do you, you know, guide people that you know spending too much money or not doing it the right way or living beyond their means. That's a different story, you know. Um, but with these type of people, it's like, yeah, yeah well, maybe uh, go and talk to the tax commissioner or something like that and pay your fair share of tax and then then you'll get a thing. But I don't think you can guide these type of people. Um, but anyway, getting back to the funny stuff, um, I'm just thinking well, what? there must it's be funny, some um, more some more funny oh. things you've seen well i had i had a similar one to what you said but it was slightly different i had a a buyer who was who wanted to buy a property and he basically yeah. approached me um on the sign he said look max if you can get me this property for a good price you know there's a bit of cash in it for you and i looked at him and uh it reminded me of the old days back when i was uh, in the hospitality business you know when i used to have all yeah. the all the big, big European weddings that come to me in cash, I said, how are we going to do that? Firstly, I said, that's impossible because I work for the vendor and my job is to get the highest price. And what if I was to do that for you if I sold for you? It's just amazing. Like there are people out there that just think that they can, um, you know, bypass someone's integrity just with a bit of cash. And I, and I guess, look, I guess there are going to be people out there to, to take it, but certainly I wasn't going to have any part of it. But it's happened to me a couple of times where, People have said you give me the, the property for, you know, for a better price. I'll I'll look after you. I mean, what does that mean? You know, so it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, interesting um, when those sorts of things happen. Actually, there was another. I remember another auction I went to. Uh, now that I'm racking my brain, where a young couple and they were inexperienced, you can tell. And I was in the crowd and they looking around, and it was a property that I wanted to find out what it would go for to get an idea of what was happening in the area. As you do, you do your homework, you know. Nothing like going and having a look um, what's happening at auctions. And we actually got talking and I said, oh, you're here to bid to the, you know, you're going to buy it or are you looking seriously? And they said, oh, yeah, we're looking at bidding. I said, well, well you make sure you go in there. And I sort of tried to give them a bit of help and said, well, make sure you look confident when you bid, you know, if you, if you know what you want and how much you want to pay, just be confident and good luck. And, and um, I remember watching them and it was like, it was like, um, that it, it, it was like beyond them. It, you know, there was a slow auction and no one had placed a bid. And then the, the auctioneer wanted to draw a bid out of the crowd. And I'm thinking, gee, I tell you what, 
I wouldn't mind being the person going in and they, you know, and you get that half time break and um, it, it just looked like he wasn't going to have a half time break because nothing was happening, nothing. And, um, and these people didn't bid and um, they passed in the property without a bid. They just passed it in. And I remember talking to them afterwards and I said, how come you didn't put your hand up? I mean, did, was it too much for you what they wanted or... And they said, no, no, they always go in and then they come out. That's when the real action starts. I said, well, guess what? <laughs> if the action's finished, <laughs> you know, I just couldn't believe it. It just, so, you know, inexperienced people again. And I shouldn't laugh, but it was so funny to think that, you know, I thought, bid, <laughs> you know, at least they've got to deal with you, you know. You, it looks like nothing's going to happen here today, but you just might get really, really lucky. They didn't end up bidding. I don't know what happened with the auctioneer. I mean, I just think he lost his cool on the day um, and just closed it all down. I just couldn't believe it. Um, and well, I, you know, it happens. It happens. I mean, and I think um, you've probably highlighted that, uh, you know, I know we're just doing a bit of banter today, but I reckon one of our following episodes should talk a little bit about, uh, you know, auction strategies, yeah, yeah. possibly both, strategies. both from... Yeah, from the seller's side and even from the buyer's side, because you know, yeah. I mean, it, it's a daunting thing. It's a daunting oh, it thing. Is, it is. It is. I mean, I'm not. I can't say I'm a real pro at it, but we've bought enough and sold enough properties to know. Like one of my tactics is, you know, I don't really. If if you're gonna, you know, I always believe if you're gonna buy a property, if you really really like it before you go there, what is the maximum you're prepared to pay? What, you know, if it goes any further, you're not interested, right? And I just, I've always stuck to that. And I always, I try and be last. I try and be, come in as late as possible because I just reckon that if you come in late, I mean, it's worked for me enough. Um, people sort of think, oh God, he's only just starting and we're finishing, you know, and you might only have a few bids in you. Um, and that's what happened to me when we last bought our place 10 years ago. We only had a couple of bids in us, but it was right at the death knock, you know. They've been backwards and forwards and it just stopped. And then a fresh bid and I think one guy tested me on one bid and then just gave up, you know. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think um, definitely uh, we'll be talking a bit more about that in future episodes because I have had a couple of questions recently about, you know, the process of... Um, yeah, bidding and buying yeah. a bit but look yeah. i reckon um you know it's been a good little catch up um hopefully uh our listeners get a little bit of uh, entertainment out of this one yeah. and yeah. um uh it, it'll be good to um you know like i said we're, we're what are we actually, in june now yeah yeah sorry Joe. it actually Go be on. Good if some of the um sorry max to interrupt be good if some of the listeners um that do listen to this um you know, if they've got a funny story, maybe send it in. Do you know what I mean? Like at an auction or an open for inspection or um, I'm sure there's some funny open for inspection thing I've forgotten about the years, but um, maybe if someone's got a thing to uh, email us um, or give us a call or whatever, but email would be good and maybe we can bring it up um, next time what what about if we put on this episode our email address or what, what do we do max you're you're the technical guy what can you know if we get a well, bit of feedback I, I think um uh just for those that we email directly obviously they've got our emails but for the rest of us we yeah we'll we'll put it in the episode notes um and put our you know links and contacts 
so they can easily uh, email us and send us some information. Yeah. But I reckon, I reckon, um, so, you know, today the sun is still shining. I think we're getting close to the end of the financial year. It'll be interesting to see how the next couple of weeks pan out, yeah. you know, economy-wise and real estate, of course, and, uh, and finance-wise. And Yeah. But uh, it's been good chatting to you, Joe, and I'm, uh, for now, listeners, we're signing off. Um, have a great weekend, which is coming up, or depending on when you listen to this podcast. And we yep. look forward to catching you in the next episode. Terrific. Good on you, Max. <laughs>